Hello, welcome to another episode of Crazy. This is the special episode that I've been promising. This is about my dear friend. This is actually the, the motivation, the reason behind this podcast. So there's actually a very sad story to tell today. It's a tragic tale of a dear friend of mine. He's been dead for about five years now because he was a good man. This actually began as a love story. He was a young guy. He liked girls, but he was pretty shy around them. He was pretty innocent. He was involved at church and liked to hang around friends and play sports. But then he met this girl at church. Romeo met Juliet. She was the happy-go-lucky girl. It was so pure. Boy meets girl, and then they chat. He probably asked for her email. So they MSN. From MSN, they talked on the phone. Voila. Things used to be so much better back then. People talked on the phone and they used ICQ or MSN. Now people just use Tinder or whatever garbage is out there. They just swipe left, swipe right. Back then, you couldn't really Facebook stalk or online stalk your crush as much. You just wait for them to appear online and then you wait the standard five minutes before you message them. Any sooner, it seems like you were just waiting for them and you don't want that. You had to play it cool. Anyway, so they were dealing for about a year. Then he made it official. I don't know how he made it official, probably just asked her to be his girlfriend. I don't know, probably held hands. I don't know what they did. But it should have been a long honeymoon, right? But guess how long it took until their first fight? 24 hours. <laughs> just joking. One month. Goodbye honeymoon. Some of you may say a month is fine and that couple's fight. But I tell you, girls don't usually bring out their full arsenal in the first fight. Usually girls will try not to show their full annoyance or unleash girlfriend mode too early. No one wants premature ejaculation. Not this one though. It was Juliet's first boyfriend and she was not out to impress him. They had an argument, but they didn't. Does that make any sense? Usually in an argument, both sides yell and hash it out. But here, she went full meta. She immediately shut it down and didn't say anything. Complete silence. You hear that? That was her. She would not talk to him. The conflict was never resolved. So weird, right? Like she had no coping skills. Or she probably had the whole argument in her head, but never in real life. So that was kind of weird. And Romeo was getting this treatment regularly from Juliet. They were actually fighting pretty frequently. Since it was uh, Romeo's first relationship, perhaps he thought it was normal. He had nothing to base it on. Who knows? He wasn't really discussing it with his friends or had this great podcast to lean on. But Romeo wasn't an idiot. He could catch on somewhat. Soon he was able to figure out when the arguments would happen. It was always a certain time of the month. Yes, that's right. PMS. It was like clockwork, he says. I don't even believe it, but that's what he says. Now, my personal dealings with women and their menstrual cycles, I'm pretty clueless. I don't really care. Just leave me alone. I hear all the stereotypes, but I haven't had to really personally deal with them. I've had girlfriends complain about cramps and pain. I guess I felt sympathy for them and didn't want them to hurt, but I never really had them uh, lose it on me. I did feel they were more emotional around that time, but nothing like this. Romeo hit the jackpot. PMS must be real. Have you ever played a game where you can only lose? It's like choose your own adventure, but every option leads to death? In that scenario, what do you do? 
Romeo thought he learned the right thing to do, and that was to give Juliet space. But it turns out that Juliet didn't even know what she wanted. There's no way Romeo could have known what to do if Juliet didn't know. Whenever Romeo gave Juliet space, she got mad at him for not giving her enough attention. But when Romeo gave her attention, she'd still be mad. Lose, lose, lose. Everybody's unhappy. Apparently, when it was that time of the month, it was incredibly volatile. It was one minute happy, next minute flipping out. I'm envisioning them just making out one minute and then Juliet flipping out the next saying he used too much tongue. Then complaining that he didn't show enough affection. There's nothing that I would deem too extreme or unbelievable. Now they were young. Juliet was in university out of town, like five hours away. So a lot of the relationship was spent on the phone. They would spend hours each day on the phone. If phone kanji means anything to anyone, that was it. Being on the phone does not mean anyone's talking though. Remember Juliet's special power is silence. During these PMS fights on the phone, she would not talk when she was angry. If Romeo wanted to get off the phone, she'd get mad. So Romeo stayed on the phone like a hero. But Juliet wouldn't say anything. So then Romeo would want to get off the phone. Rinse, lather, repeat. It was a vicious cycle. Juliet was a very demanding girlfriend. She didn't like Romeo spending time with his friends at night. Or ever, really. But nighttime was definitely Juliet time. One of her, uh, how, what do you say, quirks was that she demanded Romeo to be in his bed at night when she was in her bed at night. Not the same bed. Oh, no, 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 no. In their own separate beds in their own respective homes. She wanted them to be on the phone and talk like that and then go to sleep afterwards. It was so, so sweet and romantic. And this applied no matter what time she slept. Midnight, 2 a.m., 9 p.m.? Yep, yep, yep. Could Romeo get up and go out with friends afterwards? Nope. Juliet would get angry. Could Romeo get up and go to the washroom? Nope, you hold that shit until the next morning. So Romeo couldn't take any more of this. Romeo could only do what any other guy would do. He faked his own death. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm just joking. But he should've. What he did do was fake being in bed. He lied to her. So there was one time that he was out at a friend's house with a group of guys. They were playing board games and drinking, sex, drugs, I don't know. Juliet didn't like Romeo getting drunk and rowdy with his friends, by the way. What a surprise. So they were playing board games and Juliet called at the usual time because she was in bed. But Romeo was not in bed at home. Romeo saw the call and went into a quiet, separate room and pretended he was in bed. Like, hi, honey. Yeah, yeah, I'm just in bed. Yeah, I'm going to bed. Yep, I'm at home. He went through the usual shenanigans and pretended that he was going to get off the phone and go to bed. He was a genius. He totally saved his social life and emotional health that night. He was able to escape his captor. It worked so well that he did it again and again and again and again. And really, who could blame him? Romeo wanted to work out things with Juliet and also wanted her to accept him going out at night and not being locked in his bed talking to her. But he had no idea how to approach it because whenever he did, he would open a can of worms and upset her. She definitely did not seem to like confrontation. She would just get silent and never talk. They literally would never solve anything. And this wasn't isolated to just phone calls either. When they got into arguments in person, they'd usually be in Romeo's car. 
Romeo would try to discuss it and Juliet would just look out the window silently. Each fight usually lasted one to two hours. For the Earth's sake, I hope Romeo did not idle the car. Can you think of how much pollution crazy silent girlfriends sitting in cars has contributed? There doesn't need to be a carbon tax. There needs to be a crazy girlfriend tax. The silence also carried over to public places. Romeo once took Juliet out to a nice restaurant, probably Eastside Mario's, and apparently she was still mad at him because she did not talk to him the entire meal. I wonder if she ever cared how her boyfriend felt, or were her emotions and feelings the most important in the world? I wonder if she treated the waiters like shit too. Didn't care if she embarrassed him in public. Here's my theory. I think Juliet wanted a pet, but her parents never let her. So she got a boyfriend instead. She expected him to be like a dog, loyal to her, obedient, responding to her every call. What she didn't know was that Romeo was a cat lover. If only her parents let her get a pet, she wouldn't have had to torture Romeo. Would you be surprised to know that she didn't get along with her dad? I know, right? Total, total shock. There are theories out there about girls with daddy issues. Usually it's about how easy they are to get in bed and stuff like that, but never about how crazy they could become. Romeo saw firsthand that she was completely illogical with a lot of the arguments and fights that she would get into with her parents. Why he think it would be any different with him, I'm not sure. I once had a girlfriend upset at me that I yelled at my mom because how I treated my mom would be how I treated her in the future. I was flabbergasted at the time that anyone could make that big of a jump. So it doesn't really surprise me that Juliet would have gotten angry at Romeo for any conflict with his parents. I'm sure Juliet had double standards and anything she did was okay, but if Romeo did the same, it would be wrong. Good thing for Romeo is that his parents were cool and liked and accepted all his girlfriends, even the crazy ones. Anyway, she was possessive. She needed to know where he was at all times. She needed him to do whatever she wanted. She controlled him seven days a week. They were on the phone every weeknight for hours. Then on weekends, they had to see each other to make the most of the little time they had together. The worst thing, I think, was that it became like a routine. It seemed like they had to see each other out of obligation, not desire. That is actually a very sad thing. Nothing good usually comes out of obligations. I guess torture became normal. Now, not only was she possessive, she was very judging. She thought she was better than a lot of people and would act accordingly. Romeo claimed that she had a disapproval face whenever she didn't like something that anyone did. We all know what that looks like. There's always that girl in high school who thought she was more mature and better than you and wondered why you did what you did and made those nasty, judgy faces. I say fuck those bitches. I hate those people. So you're probably wondering how those phone calls continued after the silence. I thought she would just hang up eventually so the phone would go from silence and maybe breathing on her end to just a dead tone. But life's not that simple, not here. She would somehow indicate to Romeo that she was ready to talk again, so he would say his bit and probably apologize, and then she would accept it. How did she accept it? Two words. Okay, fine. Are you serious? Two hours of silence and then okay, fine, and then everything's supposed to be okay again? And then it seemed like nothing ever happened, life would move on, and she would start talking again. She was a lunatic. She lowered expectations so much that the fact that she started speaking again was good enough for him. You're probably wondering why Romeo tolerated this. 
why he didn't just stand up for himself and call her out on her shit. In fact, he did. Once, he actually hung up angrily because he was just fed up with her. He hung up and just chucked the phone across the room. What happened? She immediately called back and apologized. Oh, wait. That's wrong. What she really did was immediately call back and said nothing. She was silent again. So it was just ring, ring, silence. She was like the T-1000. She was indestructible. Not only was she mad that night, she doubled down and stayed mad until the next night. This taught Romeo a few things. One, girls are crazy. Two, never hang up on her again or face the wrath. And I guess three, when girls say, okay, fine, it doesn't mean you're forgiven. It means to be continued at a time that I choose. It could be tomorrow, it could be the day after, it could be tomorrow and the day after. Amazingly, Juliet never actually yelled or raised her voice. That's pretty powerful. She controlled him with silence. So how did this all end? Obviously, Romeo died. But actually, Romeo was dumped. Juliet broke up with him out of nowhere one summer. I believe the relationship went three long, silent years. You would think being free would be liberating, but nope. Romeo was down in the dumps and depressed. Emotionally, anyway. For those of you who have never been dumped before, being dumped hurts emotionally. Nobody wants to be unwanted, even if it's by people you don't really want or want to want you. But our brains are still working fine. We know it's for the best and it's great. But our hearts take over from our brain for a little bit. Some people say we only use 10% of our hearts. But sometimes it's a day, sometimes it's a week or a month, but eventually our brain wins and we celebrate our freedom. This is exactly what happened with Romeo. I had asked Romeo if he thought he was going to marry Juliet, and he said yes. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Apparently, they never discussed it. I'm not surprised. I imagine they didn't really discuss anything ever with all that silence happening. They were young, though. I guess young people don't really think about the future as much, which is really why I hate young people dating. It can only go wrong. You have bad experiences, and you learn bad habits. It's much more fun hanging out with friends than losing hours of your life on the phone each day. It also makes people think weird things like, I've been with my partner for three years now. Might as well stick it out even though I'm unhappy. It's a sunk cost. Move on if you're unhappy. It doesn't matter how long you've dated. Anyway, I asked Romeo how he remembers this relationship now, five years later. Specifically, his fondest memory of it. He says, and I quote, Haha, there is no fond memory. I look back and see that period of my life has a dark period. What started off as a nice relationship turned into lots of anger and resentment due to how she treated me. At the time, I was blinded by my desire to stay civil and fix things, but with retrospect, it's just one giant dark cloud that leaves me bitter. Not that I feel bitter anymore, because I just straight up don't care, and I'm gay. And I've just buried that era in my life. But if you ask me to purposely think about that time in my life, it's just bitterness and resentment. Sure, I can pinpoint moments where she wasn't a bitch and was pretty good to me, but overall, the negatives outweigh the positives, and it's only bad. And that, my friends, is how Romeo died. Romeo and Juliet were never meant to be together. Instead of Juliet killing herself, she kills Romeo. Is Romeo literally dead? Well, not physically, but I'm sure mentally he is. Since that relationship, he had his heart ripped out in Europe by a half-samurai. But really, this relationship has turned him off of girls. He now focuses on his career indefinitely, and he sleeps around with everyone's moms. He has turned into Hollywood Hulk Hogan. His sex tape is actually on the internet. 